Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Crude Med podcast. This is an introductory episode where we introduce you to the podcast and talk a little about who we are and why you should be listening to us. At the end, we really want to chip in on our goal setting and new year's resolutions. So, now we are headed to the introductions of your podcast hosts. Uh, and I think Mohit will be going first. So, hello everyone. I am Mohit and I am a first year medical student. I am a full blown researcher and I have three ongoing research projects. I've also done an online work experience with Brighton and Sussex Medical School. I've collaborated with Apoorva Academics and Project IMG for spreading health awareness. And I am an author of a health awareness booklet. Hey guys, this is your host Ray. I'm a first year med student and I'm currently working on a research project. I'm also the international ambassador for the Rotaract Club of Medicrew. I've done a few observatorships here and there and if you want to read more about them, you should go to my blog and read my about section. Uh, apart from all this, I have uh, a store where I sell website design templates and planner templates for Notion. So you can definitely check that out. It's in my Instagram bio. Um, talking about Instagram, I also make wellness reels. So you can look me up on Instagram. It's at crudemed.ray. Moving on to the subject that we're really here for, I wanted to talk about goal setting. And there's a lot of podcasts, books, and uh, blogs about goal setting. And I know it because I've been in the productivity verse for a while now. And um, not as a creator, but as a listener, a reader. And I've been through these podcasts, these books, and I love Tim Ferriss and Derek Severs, James Clear. Simon Sinek has great books out there. And most of what I speak about today comes from their books because... Uh, I'm a great fan of their work. And these are um, some tried and tested things that have worked for a lot of people. Right? So um, I, wanted you, I wanted you to know that this episode was recorded. And I'm re-recording this in, on the morning of the release. Because I realized something while I was listening to an interview. And um, what they talked about was that advice is brutal. Because advice is contextual. Somebody could have really great advice to offer you. But it's of no use to you if it's not fitting your situation. Because every person is different. And every person speaks from a very different point of view. And one thing that I've realized that happens in this productivity universe is that uh, most speakers come from business backgrounds and their techniques and stuff works for if you're into business or if you're working in those fields. And um, let's say you're a student or um, somebody who's working in medicine, you can implement those things, but um, they don't really fit well into our lives because the advice is great, but it's not fitting our context. So uh, I realized that um, instead of advice, there could be questions because questions can be fitting to our situations 
because questions are answered by ourselves and not by somebody else. So uh, this year uh, is your year. I want you to remember that. And keeping that in mind, the focus of this year is you. It's time to make yourself better. It's time to nurture yourself to find out who you are. And self-awareness comes with asking questions. It comes with journaling because journaling is one of the best habits that you could build. So um, I have a few questions that you should be asking yourself before you move into your new year. Or, I mean, we're already five days into our new year. But whenever it is that you really want to start your goal setting, these are the few questions that you should be asking yourself. And the first thing is, what am I optimizing for? What is my objective? And uh, the context of this question can be very different for uh, different people. Because uh, some of you might be into medicine for money. And I, I wouldn't say that's wrong. Although there is no money in this field, I mean. But uh, even if like making money from medicine is your goal, that's fine. But you really need to know what you're reaching for. Is it making money? Is it um, make, like having happier patients? Is it everybody's goal could be different. You maybe want more family time and um, less work hours. And whatever your goal is, it's fine. But you should be um, getting into perspective what you're optimizing for. Because let's say five years ago, you were a resident and now you're an attending, right? So... Uh, since your age has changed, your family situations have changed, um, everything around you has changed, what you're aiming for also changes. Like, I wouldn't be aiming for the same things that I was aiming for five years ago because I'm a different person now. And those things change. Like, I may not want the same things that I wanted yesterday. So it's really important to get clear on what it is that you want. What's your goal? And uh, once you're clear with that, you can uh, move on to the second question. That is, um, what are the things that you are putting your time in? And are they really worth your time? Because what happens sometimes is that we really spend our time looking into things and um, we don't realize that we're putting a lot of time into these things and they may, not, they may just not be worth that time and that's okay and it's very human for us to do things that do not matter but I think the first step to solving any problem is recognizing it and once you know that there's a problem in perspective you can actually go out there and resolve it so this question really stands important about and then once you get a view of um, let's say you're putting your time into the wrong things and then you have your idea of what your goal is so you could actually take that time away from this thing that you don't want to invest your time in to the thing that you want to invest your time in now something that was really personal to me is that I wanted to have a creative outlet personally and uh, all of last year I am very guilty of this, but I spent watching Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts and videos, just just wasting my time scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And that, that happens to all of us, and it's okay. But um, it was when I decided to sit down in November and sort of 
reevaluate what I was doing with my time, that's when I realized, oh, but this is not something that I want to be doing. I'm not happy with watching reels all day. I want to do something creative. And that's when I started being a little bit more regular on my blog, um, working on my podcast, and then working on wellness reels, making my own reels. And that's how you realize what you want to do and what you're doing. That's when you can compare. And this comes with journaling them in a question-answer format. Now, you can pull out a journal and write down these questions and then sort of just write down answers to them so that you can actually look at what you've been doing and what you want to do. And I think when you answer these two questions, you'll really have a perspective on your whole year. And then there'll be other questions that will be popping up in your head, like, uh, what are my academic goals for this year? What are my financial goals for this year? Uh, what do I want to achieve in this year? And then, you know, these two questions sort of give you a trail of thoughts to follow that you can hang on to. And then um, you can go forward with it. And it'll give you a really personal sense of reflection than somebody just giving you hard and fast advice for, oh, set your goals like this because this is the way leaders set their goals. There is no right way to set your goals. The only right way to set your goals is how you think it is. Because every person, again, is different. And we have different things that we want out of life. So uh, that was about setting goals. Now that we have talked about goal setting, have you ever wondered why some people succeed in some areas while others fail miserably? Take cultivating a hobby, you know, cultivating a hobby for yourselves, like many people just leave it halfway and only a few have the ability to excel and make wonders in this field. The difference between those who succeed and those who fail, that is, those who cultivate a habit successfully and those who do not, is the ability to be consistent in everything they do. Just before starting the podcasting, you know, I was sitting with my mom talking and discussing about whether or not this thing will go in the right direction, if it will succeed, or will it go according to the plans? Will it be up to the mark? So while I was saying all of these things, she just interrupted me in between and started saying names of people in history. My God, history. I guess many of us hate it, right? Right from the school times. But just as our conversations progressed, we found that some of the most important people who brought a massive change in the world like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, exceptionally successful people, you see, had one thing in common. Small but consistent actions. And what she said to me that day left a deep mark on me. She said, it doesn't matter if you're not progressing as fast as others are. If your progress in any field is slow, not up to the mark, not according to your plans and not according to what you want. 
it just doesn't matter until you are making constant and consistent efforts towards achieving your goals and trust me if you follow this you'll surely reach where you see yourself one day and now starting this podcast you know this feels really unreal and what she said is actually very true placing it into an analogy i like to say that if you are driving a car towards the destination of your success then the accelerator in the car is hard work the gear is the amount of passion that you possess but to keep the car moving continuously you require a driver and that driver is consistency so make sure that you do focus on the maintenance part that is consistency rather than just making castles in the air of goal setting now that you have like written down your goals for the new year uh it's time to convert those goals into achievable habits because uh let's say you set new year's resolutions that oh this year i'm going to be a very fit person but then that's where you stop but if you really look into it a fit person eats less sugar drinks more water uh, a fit person would go to the gym so these are the tiny habits that you want to inculcate in your daily schedule so whatever your goal is let's say your goal is becoming smarter so a smart person would read books would listen to podcasts would listen to people who are around them would be a good listener instead of uh, like a speaker so if that's your goal then your goal would be reading one book a week and there will be weeks when you won't be able to read books because there'll be exams there'll be um residencies internships weddings so many things that come up but it's that idea that well i'm going to try and read as many books as possible pushing until you get to that place where you want to get that's important and if there is one thing that you take away from this whole episode let it be that you don't rise to the level of your habits you fall to the level of your systems so um people also try to inculcate new habits but then yet they fail with their new year's resolutions and that happens because well you're somebody who's inculcating a new habit but have you looked at who you are there are um three levels of um hap- uh, there are three levels of change the first level i and i wish this was like a dead dog and i could like draw a diagram and show you but you can um google this this is from james clear's book atomic habits right so uh there's this first layer where um we talk about habits and then uh to the core is identity and what most people do is they try to change their habits without changing their identity and that's why they keep coming back to who they were because what the human brain tends to do is it tries to align yourself with who you are let's consider a smoker right that is this person who smokes and uh, you they're trying to quit smoking and you offer them a cigarette and that person says oh 
I'm trying to quit. So they're more likely to take that cigarette because they they consider themselves as a smoker who's trying to quit. Instead, if they say, when they're offered a cigarette, they say, oh, I'm not a smoker. So they completely shift their identity. Your words really matter. This person not identifying themselves as a smoker is less likely to smoke again because they don't identify themselves as somebody who smokes. And that's how it comes down to when you're choosing habits for yourself, right? Let's say, and this is something that I am not doing this year. So if you see my messy room, please don't come at me. But um, let's say I want to keep my room clean, right? And I start identifying myself as a clean person. That's when I'll keep my room clean. And if I keep saying that, you know, I'm a messy person who's trying to be clean, then probably my room will be a mess. And this, again, I repeat, this is not my goal for this year. And uh, that's how it works. That's how goal setting works. And moving on, now that we have this whole idea of goals and systems, another thing that I really want to emphasize on is not being scared when you set goals. Because what happens and what tends to happen mostly is we set goals in this fear of what somebody else has told us, right? Um, I remember a year ago, somebody telling me, oh, you can't do research. You're just, you're just starting out right now. How, how could you do research? It's, it's not your thing. You shouldn't be doing it. And right now I am doing a research project. So what happens is people tend to tell us a lot of things. And these are people who we look up to. They might be um, our teachers, they might be our chief residents, they might be our attendings, and they tell us what they think is best for us and what they think we can achieve or not. But um, there are these goals that we set for ourselves and there are things that we want out of our own lives that they do not see looking from their point of view and we get scared from their assumptions. One thing that I really want to add on to when we're talking about goal setting, and this is something that most books are contrary to what I speak about. Now, the advice I've heard being in this community is that you should be setting realistic goals. Uh, You should be setting small goals. You should be setting something that you can achieve. But um, I think contrary to that, I think you should be setting unrealistic goals. When people ask me, Shreya, how, how do you have a podcast? You also have a blog. You're also writing a book. You're, uh, you're doing so many things at a time. How are you doing it? And that is because I've set unrealistic goals for myself. If I would have just thought to myself, oh, I'm going to be a med student. So why don't I just think about clearing these exams and then studying and then, you know, just doing these two things because that's what med students are supposed to do because we don't have time as doctors, right? I didn't give myself that excuse. I knew I wanted a creative outlet. I knew what was important to me. And I decided to go after it no matter what I was doing. And that's uh, something that most people don't do. They tend to give excuses. Uh, They tend to say that, oh, this is not possible for me. I've met so many smart kids in my class. And they don't want to give USMLE because they're afraid. 
that they won't be able to clear the exam they won't be able to do the interview they won't be able to do this that and when i look at them i'm like you're literally smart enough that exam it's it's nothing in front of you you're smart you you've got that in you but yet you tell me that oh i can't do it because i don't think i'm enough and i really want you to know that these are just other people's assumptions that we let into our reality and we let them control our lives without actually trying and testing what's possible for us because we have potential we are young and even if we're old i have seen so many old people um who have joined these industries late and they've made great achievements and people who do big things never have realistic goals it is only when we set goals outside of ourselves goals that are bigger than ourselves that we end up achieving results that are outside of ourselves and a lot of people tend to do this that they want to do big things but they're just so scared they're just so uh influenced by what other people tell them and you don't have to be and you don't even have to be influenced by your past experiences now um considering me now me and my journey with working out has been with ups and downs but i started working out when uh, i had a physical education examination and you know i had to do well on pe because i never did well in pe i was not a sports girl at all so just because i had that subject and i had to pass that exam i started working out so that i could pass that and i realized that working out was having really good impacts on my body so i started continuing that even after my exams so i would work out and then um i remember uh, this was in uh, 2021 yeah in 2021 my workouts were um once every month and yet i would just stick to saying that oh i i'm i'm somebody who works out i'm somebody who works out i'm going to work out and in 2022 they became um maybe thrice a week some days they would be twice a week so the frequency of my working out increased so if i would have given up in 2021 just saying that oh Uh, I only work out once a month so it's not working out for me so I should I should just give up this whole sports thing because I'm not a sports person anymore and I was never a sports person so I I should just give up no these are excuses they really are and even though I might not be pretty regular with my workouts I'm still trying and that trying counts and that is why uh in 10 years time I might be somebody who works out I might be a sports girl but that only happened because i did not let myself go even when i was struggling with it and most people let themselves off off the hook when they're struggling they just give up they're like oh it's not my thing it's not happening you've just done it two times what do you know like you need to push hard you need to push harder and even if you fall back you need to get up again and really when somebody is on a self development journey these things happen and um some people have a slow pace some people might do it faster but when you set a goal don't let these things limit you that oh but i'm not going to work out anyways so why do i even set this goal about being healthy no you set the goal you want to work out is why you're setting the goal maybe you might not just get abs in like a month or so but in 10 years you're going to have a healthier body than you expected you should look at the long term benefits than um the short term ones and this is something that we tend to ignore and 
if you're getting 1% better every day, you're getting around 37 point something percent better in a year. And that puts you really ahead in life. Imagine having a healthier body. You might be able to do things at 30 that your friends might not be because they are smoking right now, they're into alcohol and their body is being broken down. They might also be drinking Diet Coke, which is something I need to be working on. But uh, yeah, you know, there are these things that you need to work on and they really put you forward. They really put you in that place where you're going to be healthier than what you would be if you keep kept, you know, uh, being kept being loyal to your old habits, then you just start fiddling with them and then, you know, forming new habits. And that is what I have to say. Let's move on and listen to what Mohit has got about this topic, right? Thank you. Wendy Woods is a researcher from the University of Southern California and she found that 40 to 45% of our daily behaviors are habits. Since this episode is focused on resolutions and habits, here is my take on the science of making habits. So the seriousness comes down to that almost half of everything that you do daily are habits of yours. The time you get up, the time you sleep, playing computer games, going out for playing, even the time you poop, if you notice. (laughs) Yeah, of course, this may sound gross, but yes, all of these are habits. Sometimes when you're driving and you reach a destination, you just wonder how you got there. Because you've been so habitual to driving that it has become a subconscious trigger in your body. Your habits drive your mindset. Your mindset leads to productive actions and these productive actions lead to the success of things you've planned. So the big question now is how to form habits? Do I do a thing continuously for like 21 days to make it a habit? Well, study shows it takes at least six weeks to make an action a daily habit. And yes, if you're planning to rely on the reminder apps, let me tell you, a 2015 study done in the UK shows that reminders from an app can increase the likelihood that you'll do something in the moment. But it will also act against that thing becoming an automatic habit because you have something to rely on, you see. So now just sit down and slowly jot down what you want to change. Suppose you want to inculcate a habit of flossing, for example. But then you failed quite a few times, right? So just set a cue to your mind. A cue is a thing that when you are doing a particular thing, you think about the habit you want to inculcate. Like here, you want to floss, right? So while brushing, you constantly think about flossing after brushing. And doing this constantly will surely make that action of yours a habit. So this new year, plan on building up some productive habits 
which will eventually change the course of your life at large. Thank you for tuning in to our episode today. Our next episode comes out next Thursday where we'll have Dr. Avantika Chaitanya talk about her journey with her US families and we hope you'll enjoy it.